Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Saints and siblings in Christ, good morning. Some of you have heard me tell a story about the righteous mango tree before. But since we're welcoming so many new members today, I thought, what a great excuse for me to share a bit of that story again. So it's going to be great. When I was in seminary, one of our professors, the Reverend Dr. Prasad, would tell us about righteousness. And this is how he would define it. He would say, righteousness is, simply put, being who God created you to be and doing what God created you to do. Easy enough, right? That makes sense? Be who God creates you to be, do what God creates you to do. Now, following that line of thought, come with me now. For a mango tree to be righteous, it must produce mangoes. Yes, because it is doing what God created it to do, being what God created it to be, yes? Now, if you came across a mango tree and you walked up to the mango tree and it had a bunch of cantaloupes and oranges hanging from it, you would think to yourself, this is a very strange mango tree. But you could also think to yourself, this is an unrighteous mango tree because it is not doing what God created it to do and being what God created it to be. Therefore, the mango tree that does not produce the mangoes is not righteous. You with me? Righteousness in the mangoes. Good. Now, the text before us this morning, and I tell you this because the text before us this morning centers on that idea of righteousness. The words from both the prophet Isaiah and Jesus in Matthew's gospel call us to step back and to ask ourselves, who are we? What are we supposed to do? Who are we supposed to be? And what makes us righteous? And our answers begin in Isaiah. Here we find a holy crew of God's people. They are all in, all right? They are all in. God's people have just been rescued from exile in Babylon. They have been pulled out of misery and liberated back into their homes, to their families again, and they are just out of their mind excited about this reality. They are thrilled. They are so excited to be home. And in showing their gratitude to God, their Savior, they worship with music and fasting and prayer. They are packing into the temple week after week. They are tithing up the wazoo, and they are setting aside and celebrating every single feast day with fasting and with prayer. These people are all in. But God isn't happy. And the people don't understand why. Come on, God. That's how our text starts out today. Come on, God. We're doing all of the things. The ritual, the ceremony, the smells and bells, the songs, the scriptures, the fasting, the prayer. Why aren't you pleased with us? Why aren't you happy, they ask. Why don't your blessings rain down from above? Don't you see how righteous we are? To which God responds, righteous? You think you're being righteous? Ha! (laughs) The ritual and ceremony, the smells and the bells, they are all just a show that you are putting on. 
you have turned them into an opportunity for you to look good. You memorize the scriptures not because you want to be a faithful person, but so you can whip them out to impress or to attack. Not because you seek to know me, but because you seek to overpower others. You fast so that other people think that you are holy, but it's all a show. Because on those holy days, God says, when you gather for your pious prayers, you don't give your employees off to do the same thing. You tithe and you throw around your money when important people are looking, when the building project needs to be done in the temple. But you don't pay your employees a living wage. You put on sackcloth and ashes and fast on the high holy days, but you don't spare a glance for the people who live in sackcloth and dirt day in and day out. You don't care a bit for the people in need. You talk a big talk, but you don't walk the walk of faith. If you want to be righteous, God says, if you want to be holy, If you want to be my people, then loose the bonds of injustice and let the oppressed go free. Feed the hungry, bring the homeless and poor into your own home. Care for the sick, clothe those in need, walk the walk of faith, and then, then your light will shine. Be who I created you to be. Be righteous and let your light shine. And it's that narrative that Jesus picks up in his Sermon on the Mount today, immediately following the Beatitudes, those beautiful, beautiful, beautiful blessings that we all know and love, he charges on in a slightly more aggressive sort of lecture today. And he's standing out in front of this vast multitude of people, and he looks out at them and he says, you are salt, you are light. And the people look back at him and they go, cool. (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? And let's be honest here, it's kind of a random thing to shout at a bunch of people when you're just standing on the side of a mountain, right? And Jesus looks at them and he says, it means, it means you have a purpose. It means that you matter. It means that you can make a difference. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, then what good is it? It's no good. You throw it out. But here's the deal. Salt doesn't lose its saltiness. It just doesn't. All right? You are not going to go into your pantry someday, open up your door, take out the salt, sprinkle some on your mashed potatoes, and go, oh, my gosh, it's just weird sand now. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. That's, salt, that's not how salt works. Right? Which is exactly the point. Because in the same way, no one lights a candle and puts a bushel basket, it's a wicker basket, over top of the candle. Because if you do that, it's going to start on fire and burn your house down. Right? You don't do that. It's not going to happen because it's not how it works. You are salt, Jesus says, and nothing can change that, ever. You are light, Jesus says, you shine and people notice and nothing can change that ever. You are salt, Jesus said, you are flavor. You infiltrate the bland and you give it spice and oomph. You linger, you are memorable. 
and you are light like a lamp that gives light to the house, like a bulb that shines into the dark corners of a room. You have a purpose. You make a difference and you matter. Salt without its saltiness is like a light that is hidden away. It is useless because it is not doing what it was created to do and being what it was created to be. It's not righteous. So be salt and be light, Jesus says. Be who you were meant to be. Friends, four months ago, four months ago, when a couple of people in our community, community partners, came up to me and they said, what would you think about opening up a cold weather shelter at All Saints for people experiencing homelessness and living in their cars? I just said yes. And then I stopped and I said, well, I should probably call the insurance company and see what we need to do to make something like that happen. And they looked at me and they said, don't you need to like ask somebody about this? Like, I don't know, your council or staff or the congregation or something. And honestly, the thought never crossed my mind. Not once. Because I knew that the answer would be exactly what it was. Not yes, not no, but what do you need help with? What do you need help with? Because when I let you all know that we've been asked to open up this place to people who are in need, your response is never, is that a good idea? But rather, who's in charge of the food? And is there enough of it? Do you have enough blankets? Will there be any kids? Do they need toys or books or games? We're going to swing by Target and pick up some towels just in case you need them. Saints and siblings in Christ, we are not a perfect people. This isn't a perfect place full of folks who always get along and get things right. And so for those of you joining us today for the first time, if that's what you were expecting, uh, I'm, we're going to be a disappointment to you down the road. <laughs> we mess up. We fall short. We disappoint one another. But you are a salty and shining group of people, nevertheless. Day in and day out, I am blown away by you people. By your work and your words, by your mission and your ministry. When people are cold, you give them a blanket. When they're hungry, you feed them. When they're homeless, you find them help. When they're in prison, you visit. When, you, when they are a stranger, you welcome them in. You advocate for those who are not getting justice. You speak for those whose voices are not being heard. You meet people where they're at and connect them to Christ. You show up, do good, be kind. You walk the walk of faith and you let your light shine. Thank you for doing that. Because it, it makes us look really good. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's really nice. We're not done. Not by a long shot. We always have work to do. But God continues to call us to be salt and be light. And you know what? We just can't help but do it. Because that's what it is to walk the walk of faith. And so for these good works of righteousness that we are called to live out, I think that we can all say, thanks be to God.